podcast number 60, My Girl. There are a few songs that have the impact of My Girl, both in the way people relate to it and its effect on the listener. Its universal appeal is almost unmatched. It was written and produced by Smokey Robinson and Ronald White of The Miracles for the Barry Gordy Motown record label. It was given to The Temptations and became their number one hit. David Ruffin sang lead. Robert White played the famous guitar riff and the legendary Motown bassist James Jameson created the equally famous introductory bass line. Before we start the analysis, let's look at the overall architecture. We have an introduction, verse, chorus, the second verse, back to the chorus, four measures of the introduction, and then an eight-measure instrumental interlude, followed by another verse, a chorus, and then the outro. The study of form and analysis of any musical work is accomplished to see what techniques are used to make the music truly stand apart. Hopefully we can learn and be inspired for our own compositions. The introduction. An introduction usually sets the tonality, time signature, mood, tempo, and overall feel of the work. Here we're in 4-4 time, moderate tempo, in the key of C major. The chords in the key of C major one chord, D minor the two chord, E minor the three chord, F the four chord, G the five chord, A minor the six chord, B diminished the seven chord. We have four measures featuring one of the most instantly recognizable bass lines in all of popular music, which opens the intro. Only one chord is used for the introduction, all four measures, C major. And the bass line outlines the C major chord as it plays the fifth of the chord once and then the root twice. This is continued throughout the intro. This is played for two measures. Then as this continues, the guitar enters playing a C major pentatonic scale. The major pentatonic scale has five notes, the first, second, third, fifth, and sixth notes of the major scale. Pentatonic scales evolved independently by many ancient civilizations. It is used to this day all over the world especially popular in all styles of music, in both composition and improvising. I will improvise a short phrase using the C major pentatonic scale. If you like to try an experiment, play the black keys, this will be a G flat pentatonic scale, on any keyboard, in any combination, order, single note or chords of any combination, you will hear the universal appeal to cultures around the world. We hear two measures of the bass and guitar together, still against the C major chord. At this point, we hear David Ruffin's amazing voice enter. Verse 1, 
eight measures long. First, the harmony. The chord progression of the verse is C to F major, the one to the four chord, one measure each. C, F. Against this, the guitar continues the pentatonic scale pattern, first against the C major chord, then moves up a perfect fourth to F major pentatonic against the F chord. The bass supports the chord progression as it plays the root note of each chord. C for the C chord, F for the F chord. The melody. The melody is composed of the notes derived from that same C major pentatonic scale. So we see how very subtly the guitar riff hook introduced not only the tonality, but the melody as well. I'd like to point out that the bass line and the guitar line become very important hooks in this work. Hooks are not only melodic, but also are in the harmony, the rhythm, bass lines, fill-ins, and counter melodies throughout any work. I address this subject in the podcast on hooks and also on Billie Jean. In fact, throughout the whole song, most of the melody is composed of the C major pentatonic scale, except one or two examples of maybe a passing tone. Phrase number one, I've got sunshine. I've got is a pickup at the end of the introduction into the first measure of the verse. Actually, most of the phrases in this song start as pickups from the previous measure. The lyric shine is extended with a melisma. A melisma is more than one note per syllable. For this lyric, shine, the note C is used. It is held, and then the upper neighbor, that's an auxiliary note, D, is sung, then back to C. The technique of embellishing notes with melisma is used throughout the work. When you listen slowly to David Ruffin's performance, you will be amazed at the ease and the incredible vocal talent and ability it takes to perform this so smoothly. The second phrase, on a cloudy day. The first phrase was sung against the C major chord. Now the chord moves to F major, and we hear, on a cloud, uses the notes C, D, C. These three notes against the F chord are a repetition of C, D, C, the melisma on shine. Notice in music how the same three notes take on a different color as the chord background changes. I will play C, D, C against a C chord and then C, D, C against an F chord. I know it's a subtle change, but subconsciously, people feel the slight change of color and emotion. The lyric cloud is held, the note C, is held into the next measure, and then as the chord changes back to a C, we hear D, the part of cloudy, and day. We hear cloudy day, and it becomes the sixth and the fifth of the C chord. Phrase three, when it's cold outside. (laughs) 
we notice another melisma on the lyric side. Instead of going up one note, C, D, C, this time it goes down C, A, C, a third below and then back up. The reason I bring this up, on the first one, C, D, C, he moves up a major second, C, D, C, and then back. On the third one, he goes down a minor third, C, A, C, and then back. If he had gone down one step, C, B, C, B is not in the pentatonic scale, and it would change the whole flavor of that phrase. Whether someone is a musician or not, you would hear it and sense it. Let me play that for you. First, C, A, C. Now I will play C, B, C. Small touches like this, like a change of color in a painting, can make a world of difference. I've always liked this quote by Rimsky-Korsakov. A painter paints his picture on canvas. A musician paints his picture on silence. Painters and composers both work in colors. Phrase four is very interesting, the lyrics. I've got the month of May. It starts off a little different than the second phrase, but then the last three syllables use the same notes. For example, we have cloudy day and month of May both use C-A-G. So we see here in the architecture of the first verse, there are four phrases. The first and the third are very similar, and two and four are very close. Logical phrasing such as this create the building blocks of any composition. The chorus. The chorus is eight measures long. The harmony now changes. New chords are added, and the chord rhythm is also changed. C, D minor, F, G. C, D minor, F, G, C. D minor, CG. Phrase one of the chorus, I guess you'll say. The notes are, for I is G, the fifth of the C chord. For guess, it's A, fifth of the D minor chord. For you'll, C, the fifth of the F chord. And for say, D, the fifth of the G chord. The second phrase, what can make me feel this way? This is the same as the first phrase, except each note is played twice, and there's a melisma on way. Phrase three, my girl, my girl, my girl. This famous melodic hook is sung against the C chord for two measures. My girl, C to G, my girl, C to G, and the third my girl, E to C. So it outlines the C chord. Phrase four, talking about my girl. In the last measure of the chorus, we hear my girl, and it is emphasized and supported by eight note chords. Now we enter the second verse. Phrases one and two are combined. I've got so much honey, the bees envy me. Mm -hmm. 
Unlike most verses in music, the second verse is usually the same as the first verse. However, this time, these two combined phrases are different. And then horns play a fill-in that becomes a hook unto itself. Phrase three, I've got a sweeter song. This phrase is a variation of the first phrase of the first verse, I got sunshine. To repeat ideas, phrases, or motives in different section with or without variation is a great way to make a work cohesive and memorable to the listener. The fourth phrase, then the birds in the trees, this is practically the same as on a cloudy day of verse 1. Before we return to the chorus, the fill-in hook by the horns is heard again. We notice how the second verse, unlike many songs, as I said before, does not repeat the music of the first verse with just new lyrics. But this time, it mixes new material combined with repetition and variation of earlier phrases. Combining new with older material is an example of composition at the highest level in all styles of music. The chorus is now repeated exactly, followed by the introduction. Then we hear an instrumental interlude. In the seventh measure of this interlude, an E minor chord acts as a pivot chord. In other words, in the key of C, the E minor is the three chord. In the key of D major, it is the two chord. So we have a chord common to both keys. This is followed by an A chord, which is not in the key of C, but it is the five chord in the key of D. This is one of the smoothest ways to modulate to a new key. Anytime you modulate, you create excitement and heightened intensity. The verse. This last verse now is in the key of D major. The lyrics are, I don't need no money, fortune, or fame. I've got all the riches, baby, one man can claim. This verse is so interesting in that the melody is very different than the other verses, not only because of the modulation, but completely different phrasing, actually almost a counter melody to verse 1. We then move back to the chorus and a one-measure intro to the outro with the lyrics, my girl, talking about the background here features eighth note chords to really pull us into this next section. The outro. This is a new section with a new harmonic background. It features D major, the one chord in the key of D for two measures, then E minor, the two chord in the key of D for one measure, and then one measure featuring A, the five chord for one beat, G, the four chord for one beat, and then D, the one chord for two beats, and then this is repeated. D major, D major again, E minor, A, G, D. The outro features David Ruffin singing, I've got sunshine on a cloudy day with my girl. I've even got the month of May with my girl. Talking about, talking about, talking about my girl. Along with this, we hear the Temptations singing, talking about my girl, whoa, whoa, talking about my girl, my girl, my girl, whoa, whoa. 
It is said the temptations made the fantastic background that we hear throughout the song, all those beautiful harmonies. The song then fades out on the outro. In this classic of modern songwriting, there exists so many elements that make a work stand out, a textbook example for anyone wishing to be a songwriter. Of course, there is one thing that cannot be duplicated or surpassed, David Ruffin's lead and the Temptations background vocals. We have seen countless hooks made up of melodic motives, bass and guitar parts, fill-ins and counter melodies, along with harmonic progressions. Phrases of varying length use repetition, repetition with variation, melodic embellishments by David Ruffin, and the perfect vocal accompaniment by The Temptations. Also, sections that just don't repeat but constantly introduce new material, modulation through the use of a pivot chord, and an introduction as a connector, an instrumental interlude that is also a hook unto itself, and an outro that is unforgettable. In other words, a masterpiece. Thank you for listening. I hope this analysis will be helpful in your own compositions. Also, on YouTube, I have videos dealing with all aspects of musical composition. And available on Amazon is a book I've written called The Songwriter's Guide to Melodies. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. Ciao.